don't even own a mic stand. You don't own a mic stand? I'll give you a mic stand because you know what? I I just take them if not. All right, so I'll get my rant out of the way really quick because I I saved it. I saved it. Um, So we live in Massachusetts. Woo! And the the world is... uh, Spirit of America. The the world (laughs) is uh, starting to open up. And... um, I uh, my commute to work is like three of the most obnoxious highways. It's actually I take that back. It's three of like the potential most obnoxious highways because the most obnoxious highway in Massachusetts is one twenty eight ninety five, like hands down. And I actually don't have to do that anymore, Anything Rhode Island, really. which is fine. But the problem is all my highways are wrapped around one twenty eight ninety five. Yeah. So I get this Route three. Route three is like all congested and yep. like whatnot. Uh-huh. And I'm like, That's okay, right. whatever. Like I make peace with that. I'm like, fine. Like it is what it is. Like it's gonna be shitty for like, you know, X amount of miles of my life. I think it's like eight or nine because all of our uh I don't know if you guys know this, all of your exit numbers yeah. are now <laughs> yeah, with do. the mile marker on the highway. So yeah, if you need to get to exit eighty one C and you're at exit seventy three and you're in a parking lot, you are Eight miles away from your destination. Just so you guys... Just, they just, put those signs in to help people with their road rage. Yeah. <laughs> Fe- federal government. It's good to know that I am eight miles away from... Uh, but then, like, after three happens, like, 495 happens. Which, it's 84 degrees out today, which yeah, apparently turned it into beach season because uh, 495... human, too. Sucks balls, too. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. So I think I'm smarter than the rest of the world. So like I go around 495, and you know what? At this point, by the way, everybody, <clears throat> I'm actually still like in an okay mood. Like I'm fine. Like it's like it is what it is. I understand. I get it. I get it. So I go around my back ways. At least, at least I'm still moving. Like everything's like hunky dory. <sighs> Route two. <laughs> oh, Route two. Uh, Route two. <laughs> the tales we could tell. Now, there's a couple of things going on in Route 2 right now. Route 2 is under construction. When is it not? 95% of it is milled right now. 45% of it is paved from their mill. Give or take, yeah. But then, here's the part. Here's what really grinds my gears. <laughs> this is when traffic becomes a problem. Really? Route 2 and 190. Yeah, yeah, that split is... Turned into, like, a it's thing. A, it's bottlenecked. Yeah. It always gets bottlenecked. So, Route 2 is two lanes. Now, they, in former construction, it made used to be worse, 190, be three. just one lane. Yeah. So, everybody gets log jammed on 190, because, like, the fast lane has to merge with the slow lane. Oh. And they do that for, like, a good quarter, half yeah. mile. Yeah, they've really stretched it out. <laughs> like, they're like, yeah... You fuckers you are coming merge. in here at one lane. And you know why? Because 190 is a 65-mile-per-hour highway, yeah. and 2 is a 55-mile-per-hour highway. So they said, you fuckers are going to merge into 1 and get to Route 2. Here's where you lose me. So for maybe a little under a half a mile, there are three lanes where Route 2 and 190 intersect, mm-hmm. become 1. <laughs> it's beautiful. Great. <laughs> right, they all like get together, and like the uh, the ending product is whatever is at the back end of this. And I know we're out of time restraint, so like I'm gonna I'm gonna land this plane. <clears throat> what really fucking annoys me? If you started in the left lane of two, eventually you will end in the right lane of two. Correct. If you follow this merge, mm-hmm. if you are that dickweed <laughs> in the right lane, knowing full well that these lanes are merging mm-hmm. and you pull your stupid ass to the all right all the way to the end because you think you're gonna fucking move a car length you should fucking rot in hell and die <laughs> i hate you because you know what i do i fucking ride the bumper of the guy in front of me and i uh-huh. fucking i flip the bird i'm like fuck you fuck you you're not getting fucking past me <laughs> fuck you home fuck you get a fuck you. You get a fuck you. Oprah. Right. <laughs> fucking Oprah. It's like the Oprah of the traffic situation. You go ahead and pull into that right when this fucking lane is going to end in like a quarter of a mile. It's because of you fucking asshole that we're all fucking sitting here. I used to drive in the middle of both lanes. That way nobody could pass me. Oh, I used to do it all the time in my, uh, in my, uh, in my work truck because yeah. like if I get hit in the work truck, it's like, oh, dude, you, you, you 
you just bought yourself a lawsuit with Sears. Good luck. <laughs> Great job. My, my favorite is the one guy who's ballsy enough to just take the breakdown lane to be the exit guy. Oh, like, fuck hey, that like, guy, too. Like, yeah. I'm just going to exit, you know, but then everybody else sees him doing it. Like, oh, I'm going to drive the breakdown lane, too. I'm going to make it all the uh, way to the exit. Not until you get to that bridge up there, you fucking asshole. There's Dude. not even a lane up there. Not going to lie to you. I've seen oh, that a couple God. times. and I'll, I'll go half and half in the lane in the breakdown lane so nobody can get by. <laughs> and then nobody and, lets them uh, in, yeah, either. Yeah, it's yeah. like one of those things. So, so like, I'm like... 70% like my normal commute home at this point I'm 70% through it yeah. so usually I'm like 70% like I've accepted my fate but then you get to this fucking uh-huh. goddamn thing uh-huh. and I'm just like fuck fuck you people you know because like the same thing is like on my way in because like route 3 has like this trick where like all the on ramps are two lanes yeah yeah, and then two lanes become one and then one lane becomes the actual highway right. and I why are we passing us on the right on a fucking on ramp like, what are we doing here? Are you asking me to just accident, quote unquote, accidentally hit you? I've been I've been thinking about <sighs> this for a while. I've done some driving, uh, especially this year. Um, and you know, no matter how frustrated I get at Massachusetts drivers, there is one state that absolutely takes the cake that I Island? hate driving through. No, really, it's New Jersey. Between the drivers, the quality of the roads, oh, the Jersey speed blows. limits, and dude. It is like the combination of Massachusetts and New York, and it is obnoxious. I can't stand driving in Jersey. I think my favorite is actually um, Pennsylvania. Yeah, Pennsylvania, nice and wide open. Like, well, <laughs> it's, it's, it's nice there. and wide open, but like their their throughway has so many fucking potholes, and like I'm not talking little potholes. I'm talking like your car will literally go in there. <laughs> hey, a radiator. <laughs> if you hit that, you're gone. You don't you don't even have to worry about being here anymore. It's like it's like being, it's like if you're on a fucking plane, it's crashing. Uh-huh. Guys, don't don't worry about it anymore. It'll be over soon. You hit one of those potholes, you're done. No problem. <laughs> I'm probably biased against Jersey because while I was driving through down to Florida once in my 97 Ford Taurus, very classy, uh, somebody at some point or another lost a muffler uh, in Jersey, and I was introduced to it at 65 miles an hour by the truck driving directly over it and launching it up into the eye, up, up, and up into the scare. Wow. wow. Up where? into the air sky. Wow. Air sky. Air <laughs> sky. I was just going to okay. say both because I clearly yeah. couldn't make up my mind. And it just smashed the front of my car, like right on the windshield. Right. I was like, oh, come on, dude. Like, I, I hate this state. I'm never coming back. And then I keep driving through it. <laughs> All right. So anyway, end rant. I think we're going to start with the main event today. Is that what's, what the hell is the Give me, give me, give me, give me, Idea. You put it. You put an R at the end of that. Idea. Everybody heard that, right? Idea. Okay, I I can't throw shade. I literally idea. just said scare and sky. All right, all right. I don't know. I, I just mumbled. Uh, so more of a, a a test to see how it goes, and we might make it a you know more of a normal per episode thing to gain a little structure. But um, I brought it up with the guys. So the idea for this one is that we're gonna be quote unquote sharing. Really sharing <laughs> that's, that's a bad word that's a bad word to use for that so the I mean, idea really. is that example i will give marcus an album to listen to that he has not listened to before continuing marcus to dave and dave to me and then possibly another one will swap the rotate me to dave dave to marcus marcus to me. Three we men. are doing the smash banana album review assigned by somebody else we don't get to pick what right. we think is going to be awesome three-man album roulette is it a roulette, though? It's not really a roulette. It is, because it... It's like a weird Yankee swap. I don't know. I'm going to go with the Yankee swap. Metal swap. It's a weird heavy metal swap. 
Yeah. A weird heavy Yankee swap. A swippy swap. With, si- <laughs> with, with six packs and Swippy swapping. Drunken <laughs> swippy swapping. So we're just going to be exchanging beer. That's all we're doing. Yeah. We're listening to all the same music. No, this is going to become a. <laughs> no, this is going to become a Christian podcast. I'm oh. Sorry. Peace be with you. <laughs> and with you. Bless you, Bless you AAF. <laughs> no, so. Since you will we'll go through, we'll kind of. And I mean, we'll, I think it would be neat to try to. You, you guys will see what we listen to and also the, if we can get out of our comfort zone certain times. Like, we, as a threesome, probably not the best word to use, but we are sort of, for the most part, aware of what we each listen to, so it would be fun to kind of play and kind of... Plus, you guys get to listen to it, too. You guys get to check out new stuff, stuff you haven't heard, stuff you have heard. Um, yeah, pretty much roll with it. Cool. So- I guess so. Like live question about this, like so when we actually introduced, so obviously all three of us came with like three prepared mm-hmm. albums. So should the person who said assigned it be the one who says, like I'd be like Dave, I have assigned you Cannibal you Corpse. But I think it would also be cool. <laughs> I think it would be neat to also give a reason why you assigned that person there. Just a quick. Ooh, like, see, see, that's see, that's see what I mean. Just like, is there like a reason why? Because like, I hate the way your feet look. I don't really uh, know that could be a reason, but not a good one. But I want to torture you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my my producer brain is like already like clicking. Like like this is like a whole new like intro sounder. Oh, like for this. Oh, no. So we'll have we'll have like. See, now that has to be in there. Why would you do that? Shit. Which one? A whole new world. Sorry. Is it gonna be in your head now? Dude, that song is so hot. I fucking. <laughs> love I do. I think. I actually think the hottest princess in like Disneyland is Jasmine. She does have a tiger. I've. That's the right. <laughs> she, she has a tiger. That's, that's hot. I've. I've there. never. Uh, I've been too swamped in Disney princesses to ever pay attention to which one was attractive because I find them all obnoxious <laughs> since they're rammed down my throat every day of the week. Lucky. Aww. Nobody rams princesses down my throat. <laughs> I'm moving on. We're just we're just I feel full like of not good in. talking today. Welcome to our puddle cast. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we starting? <laughs> uh, I will start. I'll, I'll I'll have Marcus do. God mine. damn it! Do mine. Right, that's fine. Um, <laughs> you asked. <laughs> I did ask. I you did. did. You I did. did ask. Where are we starting? I, I With you? Fuck. Fairness. <laughs> we're gonna make you talk more. Sweet. It's so, okay because it means I get like a wicked break like later. Yes. Uh, so for Marcus, I picked uh, the album "Exile and Oblivion" by the band Strung Out, and I felt we'll start light. Um, Marcus is a big punk type uh, listener, so I figured it's a little different. I mean, it's it's a little more old school, two thousand three, so it's it's kind of nice. got some age on it. Um, but I figured it, it would be kind of in your wheelhouse. I'll let Marcus kind of go into it before I take the thunder. All right, so still really loud. Oh, now it's too not loud. Uh, I guess we get no happy medium. That's fine. You can if you well, turn it on Spotify, it might help. It might. Edit. <laughs> You're a smart feller. A fart smeller. That can be arranged. <laughs> so yeah, it was a good time. Steve-o. You know what? What like when when stuff like this happens, like when I get like assigned like a uh, project, an and, assignment, like, <laughs> and like I'm like told to like check things out and like cool. I, I I realize like there were certain people that are like my spirit animal and like I I feel like Anthony gets me. <laughs> Aww, how long have we known each other? Let's be realistic. <laughs> my God, it's been like six seven years now. Yeah, it's up there. <laughs> Maybe eight or nine. I don't yeah. know. We might we might be on like a ten year anniversary, it's, bro. Well, yeah, because of the the um, our cover band is a ten year anniversary. Don't forget. Ew. This year, maybe next year. So. Yeah, and you came at like what, like a year late, two late years yeah. late. So. Yeah, we we got to get close. Years. Mm-hmm. I mean, me and Dave are like. That could be a good cover band name. But... Nine years, a ten years band cover. <laughs> now listen, nowadays that's a good friendship man, because like. Right. It's hard nowadays. And none of it was online. It was all in-person it's friendship. True. It was real. <laughs> it was anatomy. Uh, oh, excuse me. <laughs> Get choked up. All right. So anyway, Strung Out was like one of those bands that like I knew of, but didn't really 
like dive into. It's like one of those things. Like a festival would be out. It's like oh, strung out's on like the eighth stage. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, well I'm over here watching Alien Ant Farm like a retard. <laughs> so there's nothing I can do about this right now. So strung out is like so the album is Exile and Oblivion, released in uh, 2003. 14 songs, 44 minutes. It's a long album. Like it's there's a lot to it. There's a, there's a lot going on. So. This is what I appreciate about the Strung Out album. <laughs> I appreciate the song structure. Is that what you appreciate? Like, the songs are assembled so well. Like, there is, like, the right amount. Like, everybody knows the old school punk rift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's just high energy. Like, high, like it's a, it's, it, just go, it just goes and goes and goes. They put the right amount of heavy in there to, like, be like, ooh. Mm-hmm. But there's a right amount of punk where it's like, dude, I can go skate right now. Mm-hmm. Or I can go snowboard right now. He has a very punk voice. And you know who exactly he sounds like? Um, when Deuce went solo, okay, he does like 90% of his album is like rap. But his... um, You have to listen to the song, Deuce, Pull Me Under. Okay. And like his voice is like an absolute like copy of like really? this. Because, like, he, he, he's, like, Deuce is, like, mainly rap. I, b- I believe it was Hollywood Undead. Okay. Like, he was I mean, a Hollywood Undead single, uh, singer. And then that he, makes sense, because they were kind of, like, so a well. weird rap core So, thing. like, 90% of his album is, like, rap, but, like, he has, like, three or four songs in it that are just, like, crazy-ass punk music. And I'm like, oh, Deuce, I didn't know. Like, we could hang out on the weekends. <laughs> but, in all seriousness, not to, not to drag this out, like, long. The, um... They tug at my heartstrings because, like, the song Analog actually starts, like, with, like, a cool, like, little intro. It's got, like, that cool, like, little radio thing. And I'm a sucker for intros. Dropped a good analog earlier. I'm <laughs> proud of you. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> um, this album in particular, I actually think, has, like, uh, two of their most played songs, like, ever. Yeah, Analog like, is huge. Analog the only and one blue, they blue, Blueprint of the Fall. Blueprint of the Fall. Well, if you know Analog, I mean, you should definitely, like, keep listening. Now, I will be completely honest. If you get the track 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, and 14, it does get a smidge boring, unfortunately. I I it agree. drops off. Mm-hmm. But, like, the first five, six, seven songs, I mean, if you started this album, like, start to finish, like, and I've actually... I've been doing nothing but work outside like the last couple of days. So I've had like headphones in. I yep. have nobody talking to me except for you know a couple of random phone calls. And I have nothing. And like I just keep playing this album. I'm like, wow, this album's like really good. Like, I might like this album. They're they're like, and to put it into your term, they're they're sneaky like technical a little bit. Like the guitar work's a little more intense in certain areas. Like there's just a little more oomph to a lot of their stuff. They're it's talented. They're very talented. It's all song structure. Like, their yeah. song structure is amazing. Like, even, like, when... I, I actually believe it is the solo for Analog. Like, the solo for Analog is some serious-ass chugging mm-hmm. and some serious-ass trill-picking. And it's yeah. fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you just get, like... And they just put that little touch of the heavy. That mm-hmm. little, well, uh, little uh, touch her, of the Her heavy. name in blood. You get the, like, the screamy parts, too, which is, like, okay. Like, it's a whole different twist on it. It's some serious shit, man. Like, this, this is a great album. Great album. Like... Like I said, it does fall off. It, it does, does get a little boring, a little it's redundant, 40, it's like 14 later. songs. It is so 14 it's, songs. It's, it's going to get a little. No, this was released in 03. Mm-hmm. You, like, you know what? That was like the thing in 03. Like, right. now it's like EP and like eight, nine songs. You have an album. Right. Like, which, I mean, looking back, I mean, if they were looking at this, it was like, mm-hmm. yeah, guys, do we really need track 10, 11, 12, 13? <laughs> yeah. But it's. It's a great band, like I said. It's like one of those bands like I've always been aware of, but like I'm at stage four, they're at stage eight, yep. like kind of a thing. So like it, you never get into it, but now like I'm interested because this is like that thing. Like Anthony brings us out. Not like now I'm gonna look in the rest of the catalog. And now I'm gonna 12, be, they have twelve albums. And now I'm gonna be like shit. I'm gonna be like the biggest Strung Out fan. Like next week I'll have a T-shirt on <laughs> with Strung Out because I found it like somewhere in the like the black and market. And a hat. <laughs> in all seriousness, though, with the, with the exception of like the fact that it does get like kind of boring and redundant like towards the end. If I was gonna give this Smash Banana album rating, like this is right up my fucking punk wheelhouse. Like this is a five for me. Nice. Awesome. Fallen. Which is why I say Anthony's my spirit animal. <laughs> Aww. He, he gets me. This actually works out. Does it? Yeah. Why it it checks out that he's, he's your spirit Oh, animal. I, th- I, I thought there was more to that. <laughs> <laughs> that works out. I was like, go on. 
out. Well, he works out, so continue. naturally. He's I an started to. I went to the gym so, yesterday. Hey. Thank you very much. So I think naturally we should, we should do we should do Dave next. Yeah. So I challenged Dave to review the band Palisades. Oh, thank God he said it first. I was like, <laughs> how do you say this? Really? But go yeah. on, like I was like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Now this album is their self-titled album, pa- Palisades. Now, arguably, it is their like they had their largest single that they ever had, like through this album, which I believe was Let Down. Let Down, yeah. Which, if you ask me, is not their best song. It's not. Album. But I will let Dave discuss. The reason why I picked this for Dave is because uh, Dave has made it perfectly clear to us that like he's a big Linkin Park guy. He's a big new metal guy. <laughs> and I actually think Palisades do like an amazing job adding the new metal rap core vibe with like some modernity. And with yeah. that being said, I will let Dave... Well, I, I uh, tell me how stupid I am. No, I, I jumped in with both feet. I, uh, so I like grabbing my headphones and kind of like isolating myself somewhere, and I like actually really feeling it out and everything, and giving it a shot, you know. And and uh, so the first couple songs, uh, I'll say this: the the last five songs of this album are like the heavier, like it, it seems kind of totally different than the first six, and so. At first, like, you know, you listen to it, and, and they do this thing, and I'm not I'm not knocking them for it, but I just noticed the pattern of, like, okay, verse is going to be low singing, you know, like, we're going to sing really quiet, and then we're going to get really loud for the chorus, <laughs> you know, and, like, they kept doing it, and it, and it worked. Um, they're a little more electronic, right? There's, like, some, um, I, I mean, rap core, yeah, it kind of sounds more towards that, mm-hmm. I guess, um, but... Overall, while I was listening to the album, there wasn't really a lot that like stood out to me. Like I liked Let Down a little bit. Uh, so if I had to judge the album off of those first six songs with Let Down and everything, I was like, man, like I'd give this like a four or five, you know. And I'm going through, and I'm like, I'm gonna go through, and you know, I'll, I'll just keep going. But I, um, I got to the song Memories. Hmm. I was like, okay, all right, I'm in. Yep, I'm in. I'll give it a five. Cross the board, I'll give it a five just for that song. That that song alone kicked it up. And that the back end of those of that album, like it was like the arc, it was just like nonstop, like heavy, like all the heaviest stuff came out. And so uh, there was memories, there was dancing with demons, and then there was um, I really didn't like dark. I think that was the so- the song I didn't like the most on that album. But all the other songs, the like I said of the like I don't keep trying to split it in half, but of those first six, like those were like easier to listen to you know what i mean like i could listen to those and be like oh okay like you know this is and if i was at a party i'd turn those on you know and yeah. like hey like they'd be in the background like totally cool but the last five it was like uh, like oh yeah i'd blast this i'd blast this in my car like i'd i'd take this so i i think i'm a palisades fan now okay so they get, just to get back to the metal core just like Go back to previous albums because, like, that's when it's like it really gets like they have like the cool technotronics, but like still the heaviness. Yeah, like there's some neat stuff that this band does. Okay, and I'm glad he said memories because, like, my two favorite songs on this album are like Through Hell. Yeah, I did like Through Hell a lot. I I love the chorus of Through Hell, like, the way like it's like build up, build up, build up, build up. It's like and then it's just like nuts. Yeah, punches you right in the throat. Memories is awesome. I do like that a lot. I when I first so obviously the first song is aggression on that album and so I listen to it and I'm like all right like they're talking like you know uh, what's the chorus American aggression but what is it it's something's for free or whatever and it's kind of seemed it sounded like a little political or something at first and I was like well you know whatever like still gonna give them a shot I, I don't know what the lyrics are I was just going sure. based on what I could hear I didn't look up any of the lyrics <laughs> probably should have but um but aggression and dark i'd say were my two like yeah could take or leave it like on or off the album you know but everything else was was very good i approve banana bread banana bread sorry <laughs> two banana breads we're and all, we're all spirit animals here <laughs> and then uh i wanted to take anthony down a little trip down memory lane mm-hmm. um i went with the band egypt central and i gave him their self-titled album which uh had one of their most notorious tracks on it I have no idea what happened to them. They like fell off. They, they, and this album. Uh, fun fact. Yeah, they just released this. Album. I just heard uh, "Let Me Out" it's, on. Um, it's a little. Uh, is it? Uh, I I haven't I haven't it's checked a, it out. It's a, 
Oddly enough, the first song on your album is different. It's a little different. So this was uh, 2007. This album came out. 2008. Oh, 2008. Well, so I'm thinking 2007 is a time when I like Egypt Central was an underground band. They were were very, very, very underground. I think they're still very underrated. Yes. For what they are. This whole album. And that's why I wanted to kind of tap into that because I think they're crazy talented and like that first album. I mean, I know I have four songs on that album that I still listen to today. Mm -hmm. Like. Rip them, but I, I wanted to I wanted to share that I didn't know if you'd like I knew you heard the one song that they're notorious for but technically and I know we we try to go with ones that we haven't heard I know three songs off this album yeah but that's all I know from them right so I really wanted to actually check out the rest of the albums that's why I, I figured we roll with it yeah oh I forgot over unders on here yeah yeah exactly you make yeah. me sick over and under taking what? you down in the three that I know did you is is because they released a version of White Rabbit, but then... See, the weird thing is about White Rabbit is, like, personally, that's the only good song in that album. And White Rabbit is a lot different, different than this album. It's a whole different thing. Different. It's very good. It's a great song. I love you. It's just sick. not the same. I know right. they went a little weird with yeah. it. Yeah. The thing with this album, and I went through the whole... Well, actually, a, a small funny story. For some reason, my Spotify froze. Nah, and it classic. was stuck on Baja Men. <laughs> and I didn't know... No, no, uh-huh. not not the, not the music, but like just like oh my my the actual my like, fiance must have the put icon, that song on. The yeah, icon and was like Bob it was at four four seconds, and it would still play this album, but I didn't know what song I was listening to because oh, it wouldn't yeah. show me. So like, I had to listen to it a few times. Um, but again, and it's the same with Strung Out too. They're very talented. Yes, and the thing about the song, and the, actually follow the song structure. It's all a little different. It's not cookie cutter at all. Right. They do neat little kind of transitions and stuff. And like, uh, I think it's the way. It's it's super like mellow. And then it just gets really angry yeah, very quickly. Very and I'm like, heavy. okay. And I mean, he in a way has like a Chester scream. Yes. He's got that weird like raw kind of thing. Yeah, he mixes his head voice and his chest mm-hmm. voice or whatever when uh, he screams. The drummer is phenomenal. Yes. Like, he's very, it's not like quick, it's not overly fast, but it's very technical and it's very tight. It's very well done. That's why I thought, truthfully, when after I got shot down for my first album, I was like, well, what would Anthony, like as a drummer, like what do I, like thinking of songs that like, you know, can actually get you going drum like that. I'm, I'm glad you picked up on that. Yeah, um, I actually added a bunch more to my personal playlist nice. from this. Uh, Leap of Faith is really yep. good. The Way is really good. Push Away. Um, actually, Home is very good. It's a slower one, yeah. but it, it's good. It's 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 one yeah. of the better ones. Uh, Locked in Cage and Just Another Lie were probably my least favorite of, yeah. of the album. But um, Different's very good. And now, this brought me back... Because back then, I know it's different now, but for some reason, yeah. every album I've ever owned, like from maybe 2008 to let, like the first song in the album is fantastic. Always. Mm-hmm. It's always like the, it's like a banger. Like it's right, right. up the bat and difference the same way. Like it's good right up the bat. It's, it's awesome. So yeah, um, I would give it a five as well. I think we're right up there. <laughs> Holy awesome. shit. We got banana bread for days Let's today. Go. Banana breads for days. I, I definitely think Egypt Central is really underrated, and they're, they're truthfully. Underrated. I think they just fell off. I think truth. I think they fell off. I think they had some some other issues, and then where they came out of too. There was just. It seemed like they liked being a part of the underworld. You know. I mean that's the thing. And I think White Rabbit technically became their most popular because. Yeah. And that's, it's weird because technically I feel like you know over and under those were like the right. big ones. Dave, unfortunately, not in the listeners' ears, but this is the newest single for Egypt Central in our in our background right now. It's it's a little weird. I'll have to check it out on the way home. Um, it's called "Let sure. Me Out." Uh, Citizen Radio was their other big one. Oh, so that's a great song. That was their other big one. Great, I know, great song. I, never... I I just think they're really, really talented, yeah. and I I wish I heard more about them. You know, and I was and that came out I... in two thousand. I'm I'm no, so sorry, good. I cut you off. That I'm a dick. Two thousand fourteen. Oh, 2014 that came out so like um the the self-titled like in 08 and like 2014 they were so pumped that like white rabbit i know remember like 2011 i actually thought citizen radio was like older than white rabbit because like white rabbit was like literally the only song on that album that mattered yeah unfortunately yeah yeah I wasn't a huge fan of, like, the Alice in Wonderland playoff or whatever, but it's, like, when bands do... I think it's weird. Like, yeah. it's always hit or miss when bands do that. 
But I've always really respected them as artists. Ghost Town's okay. Well, well it's like it's like a con- it's like a concept song. It's like yeah. a concept yeah. album. It's like right. But it's if it's done it, correctly. Like Ice Nine Kills Ice does Nine it all Kills. the time. Right. Like, it's like the whole but they album do it is very like, well, and that right. still makes up for it. Yeah, they're you know amazing. I mean? Yeah. Except like if Ice Nine Kills and Egypt Central ever had a battle. <laughs> Ice Nine Kills would probably slaughter them and then write an album about it. It's like, hey, right. here's the time that we killed Egypt Central. And uh, write a concept album about it. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Uh, yeah. Here's our single called Cutting Off His Head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nice shot, boys. I am so excited because Anthony just poured this beer. And then he put his nose to the spear, and he made like the reaction that you would definitely want anytime before you tried a beer. I wish we had video of this. Like it's amazing. Like his face just went from like happy-go-lucky like. to like completely. Oh my god! <laughs> I was not kidding. That was not made up. I'm not trying to be cute. It's oh my god. It smells like root beer. This is fucking barrel That's aged. That's what it smells like. It sure is, buddy. Uh, it smells like old root beer. You know what, guys? We kill ourselves for you sometimes. And I'm just going to throw this out. I know she doesn't listen to the podcast. One of the ladies I work with, I ended up sharpening all of her knives. And this was my thank you gift. Oh, she thought she, she thought she was doing you a favor. Well, she knows I do a beer podcast. And she's like, I hope this is good. I was like, thank you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. You're very kind. All right. Well, we um we give everybody at least one chance. You want to, you want to introduce it, Anthony? Yeah, sure. <coughs> I haven't fully read this yet. Um, it's got like a weird back it's, label. It's so a very weird label. It's, Go- it's Goose Island. Like the main label looks like the label that would be on the back of the bottle. Yeah, it's, it's very like <laughs> the main label is like built into the bottle. I wonder what the story of the candy is tied to the neck. She just said they're Italian candies and she just put them on there. Oh, she put them there. Okay. Yeah, I've never so heard it's of not, Okay, it doesn't like come with the beer. The beer's like, no. dude, you're going to hate this so much we're going to give you candy. It said you should enjoy it in a sniffer, snifter, but I don't think it matters. Snifter. For us. It's 14.6 alcohol. Oh, fucking sweet. Uh, so, so, to go back. Uh, Calling go- out of work Goose, tomorrow. Goose Island Bourbon County Brand Stout. That's all it says. I didn't know you did stout in the barrel age oh yeah it's a stout aged in bourbon barrels God. chicago made 2020 it's an imperial stout goose island overall is actually a really decent company They're i actually not terrible. I, I, I don't did, mind them. I, I did goose island i can okay here we go intense aromas of charred oak mm-hmm. vanilla caramel and smoke it might as well just say intense aroma of charred soul so you're gonna here just put these cigarettes in your mouth and start chewing Hey, we're actually doing this, huh? I guess so. This is this actually gonna happen? Uh huh. Can't we can't judge it like without the? I notice I have this. I have the taller, fuller glass. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm not driving. So. At least you get um. <laughs> at least you get five percent refund on the bottle. I'm trying to get what that smell is. I might, I might actually not smell it ever again. I might just like hold my breath during like the sip. But <laughs> all right, I'm gonna go in, bud. Cheers. <clears throat> What the f- Okay. It tastes better than it smells. But. Okay, as far as, like, the barrel age, like, sometimes the barrel age, like, kicks in the dick. There's, like, something, there's, like, something weirdly fruity. It's very, it's probably the cherries. Is that what it is? Like, okay, alright, alright, so, like, some. It's very sweet on the back. If it, like, back. I don't know if it counts if like I hold my breath like while I drink it, <laughs> like because you're not getting like all the senses because like I'm already guarding myself from. Honestly, it. it's um, it's very rich, like it's very strong. It's very heavy, like it's yeah. so, like I swallowed that like a minute ago and it's still like pouring down there. But it doesn't have that barrel age funk that you normally get with the barrel age. No, but it's got funk. It's just not that funk. It smells terrible. <laughs> it's got a weird sweetness on the way down. God, I'm like full. <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm, I don't know. Dave, you ducked out for a good one, bud. I still don't like it. No, I, 
I can't do it. No. 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 That's too much. Again, I, I, I'm a. I this am, is this I, is a COVID drink. When your taste buds don't work. I am a. This. I am a, self-proclaimed, beer pussy. I do not do barrel aged. I don't do I scotch. Don't I don't do scotch. Style anything. I don't do. Um, this is thick. It's heavy. It's weird, and it takes a lot of work. I mean, if you like the feeling of your testicles going into your stomach when you drink things, I mean, you're Ugh. fine, I guess. That's cool. But like, I just don't get it. Like, why do people do this to themselves? And like, you pay good money for that. I, that's like, probably that, like a that seventeen, Rico. seventeen, like seventeen, eighteen bucks. Yeah, like easy. Oh god, it reminds me. I went to the Extreme Beer Fest in Boston one year, and Sam Adams has a uh, a limited release like kind of a thing. And uh, I can't remember for the life of me what it's called. Connie would probably know if she was here, but she's not. So, but it's like one of those things. Like you go to the Extreme Beer Fest and you get in line for this thing. Like they're gonna release it at two p.m. Mm-hmm. Like the doors open at like eleven. They're gonna release it at two p.m. You get in line for this thing at like noon. Mm-hmm. Right, it's gonna be because like if they sell it retail, it's like a hundred and forty-eight dollars a bottle. But they're gonna give you a free sample of it if you get in line. While supplies last, so it's like, well, it's one hundred forty-eight dollars a bottle, and you get in line, and it's like it tastes like fucking maple syrup with like cow jizz in it. And like somebody pays one hundred forty-eight dollars a bottle for this shit, and it's like terrible. Like I don't understand this style of brew. Yeah, it's like right up there with sour. It's like at one point, do you not? Are you not a beer anymore? Right. Like you're just fermented like fruit. Sour fruit. You're just old, you're just old wine, <laughs> or yeah, like watered water. down wine. Like that's actually yeah. like. Yeah, I don't. Uh, God, no. It's. I mean, even as a sipper, it's just too much. I like and like we like whiskey too. So I mean, like you can't tell you can't tell us we can't drink like hard alcohol. Right, this sucks. Uh, I'm giving it a one. I might follow you with that. Sorry, Goose Island. I mean, props for getting that flavor in there because usually you don't hit get. I mean, I'm not sophisticated enough to get a lot of the notes, but the notes are definitely there. Like you can really get that sweet cherry. Well, I'll tell you what. In the back, if I was going to compare it to like other barrel age, so if I was just doing just barrel age, if I had like a one th- one this through six four be, barrel uh, age, higher. I'd give it a two. <laughs> um, and the rest would be one and zero. The rest of them would be like, I never want to see you again in my life. Like, I think it was all it was all destroyed because of the dragon's mouth because that's a barrel age. Oh god, that's so terrible. It's just it's just not. Oh man, I think my whole mix, fridge man. my whole fridge was affected by the dragon's mouth. It, well, we gave uh, that band that's no longer a thing one of them and it was in <laughs> we, this, like, we killed for them. like six years. Yeah, <laughs> we, he's probably dead because of it. we killed him with dragon's mouth. <laughs> Isolate that. I can drink anything. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> you say that now. But. Oh my! I remember saying, that photo. It's like, "Dragons milk white." <gasps> they repossess. I had to do this. They it's reproduce. Still I still see it. It's not. It hasn't been taken down for. So I'm saying, people actually drink it. It's exposure. like, are you fucking it's... insane? You have to be. You, I I actually think like, so stop looking at the people that like kill like cats and like animals like on the road. Start looking at the people that like drink barrel age. Those are the real serial killers. <laughs> Those are your serial killers. Yep. But all right, we tried. Oh my goodness. Thanks, Goose Island. We appreciate your thoughts. Heavy metal headlines. Snooze time being slipknot related. Ooh. Uh, so this is according to Clown. Uh, and this is quoted Slipknot are in the studio right now making quote unquote God music. Elaborate. I'm, I'm trying, but I've read this four times and like I that's still it? don't get it. Uh, yeah, I, I guess. Um, continuing the quote, uh, I'm not going to talk about how many songs, quote unquote, have been completed, but honestly, I can't, says Clown. But I can tell you that I'm really happy, and the guys are really happy. Corey Taylor is on some level, level of singing that I've never heard him, which makes me really emotional great music has been written and because of that my favorite singer on the planet has sang the songs okay so it's like god godly music it's not like god related i'm gonna assume it just seems weird 
that it was said that way. Um, and according to the percussionist, this would be the first time frontman Taylor has brought a quote-unquote completed set of lyrics into the studio ahead of recording his vocals. <laughs> so apparently he's usually either unprepared or just kind of does it off the cuff. All right, so I'm going to throw this out here. I'm all set with clean vocal slipknot. I agree. I feel like we've been there, we've done that, I'm done. The, uh, the great chapter was pretty heavy. Was it, though? Was it? Most, I mean, most of it. A lot of clean vocal, though. Yeah. I mean, not as much as um, the one before, All Hope is Gone. That was very radio-friendly. So I, mean, I, I guess maybe that's like the thing. Like maybe, like maybe I'm just done like with like clean vocal. Like so, really after what Corey just did with like a solo project. So now that he deems himself an artist, uh-huh. and believe me, I used to be front line for the CMFT train. Corey motherfucking Taylor. Like I used to be like right there, but you like you know what? Maybe I'm I'm done with artsy Corey. So the fact that Corey had like things like prepared might bum me out. Jim Root still in this. Jim Root? Mm-hmm. Slipknot? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's still there. Uh, I think your only flop-outs is obviously the percussionist, because um, there was that feud with the penis guy. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, uh, Gray and um, Jory. Jordison. So, I will be... Uh, I'll be open-minded. I'll be happy. Oh, I love this song in the back. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I just... I get, I'm, I'm easily distracted sometimes. Um, I'll be cautiously optimistic. That's what we'll call it. Cautiously optimistic. Okay. Uh, follow follow that with uh, the quote that he said is, We have nothing to prove to anybody. We only have to prove it to ourselves. And I've always believed that our fans, our culture, loves... Oh God, it's got really loud. Loves us because they can trust us. They might not like what we decide, but they're like, at least you decided it. And you're going to back it because you thought about it and continuing. So is the music different, he asked. The music's always different. I want to make different paintings. I don't want to create the same painting. Familiarity is good, but recreating the same thing is not, in our opinion. So what I can tell you is for that this album, I believe this album is the final album to exercise the right of what we're searching for. I think we're mastering it on this one. And that makes me nervous. I can tell you right now, I'm going to hate everything about this album. Because every time somebody says that it's the best or it's like godly. Everything that you just read, I can tell you right now, I am going to hate everything about this Slipknot album. And yeah, if you have to say it up front, it's probably not true. Uh, that's too bad. It's, it's too bad. And I only say that, I mean, even so weird derailment, but still kind of inclusionary to what we're talking about i've learned i've worked with many people there's many chefs who come in from johnson and wales they come in from all these different fancy schools and they will tell you of all the shit they do and all the achievements they've made but as soon as they pick up a knife they're fucking useless because if you have to defend yourself before you do anything you probably can't do it i'm (laughs) serious I will never go into a kitchen and be like, hey, man, I can do blah, 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 blah. No, I'm just going to fucking do it because that's why I'm here. I'm not here to tell you. I'm not a librarian. I, I like. That whole quote right there, I can tell you right now, I'm going to hate this album. And I mean, look at, I mean, and a, and a kind of a side example, look at Chevelle. Because Chevelle, they were kind of like, you know, we're going to make this album. We had a lot of trouble making it. It's kind of rough. You know, if you guys like it, we'll, we'll probably do more, but it might be our last one. Number one in, like, three different sections. The entire album, like, three songs, like, best performance. Yeah. Obvious. So it's like, and they were just like, yeah, it's fine. And Corey Taylor came prepared for this. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be Corey Taylor solo mixed with Stone Sour with, like, maybe some heavier percussion. Because of Slipknot, and they have eight fucking people doing percussion. And to follow that, I guess he said that when he means completed, he means written, recorded. Uh, see, damn it, I might be off the train. I might not be a CMFT I mean, guy anymore. The thing is, is with their last album, 
like I listened to a few songs, but I never like. Unsainted was actually, Unsainted didn't bother me as much as like others, other people were bothered. Me personally, I like the Great Chapter better. I just think there's more memorable songs that stood out. It's not a heaviness. It's not like that. It's just I just I feel like I enjoy those ones a little better. It's just me. I don't know. And you know what? They're going to skate on it because it's Slipknot and it's like... They're going to do whatever the fuck they want. Pretty much. And we're going to digest it and it's going to be overplayed. And it's a bummer. And But that everything that you just read... Because you know what I can get excited about? Mudvayne is going to fucking reunite. They sure are. And you know what? Mudvayne isn't saying goddamn thing about what they're going to release. You know what Mudvayne did? They did this really cool fucking entry, they like, did, yeah, intro video that... Yep. that like makes me want to run through a wall. Like if I was at a, like a show right now, like I would like push somebody. I'd be like, "You, poof, get out of the way, you jerk. Go over there, you. Poof, go over there, you. Circle, 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 circle. circle. <laughs> round them up, round them up. Because you know what? Because that's what they do. It's not like a freaking little soft interview. It's like, oh guys, we're writing the music of the gods right now. Like we're like fucking like making like fucking jizz magic magic like through our instrument instruments. No, Mudvayne's just like, yep. and you're like they got like visuals and like lights and you're like, yeah. I mean, there's there's always a way to present it. It's always better the the less that the people and or consumer are aware of the situation, something like that. The better off it is. The more hype is built behind it. Maybe, I, maybe that's the thing. Maybe I appreciate the artist that like is not like so forefront. Right. Maybe Corey Taylor got too famous. That might be the thing. Maybe. Corey Taylor got too famous. Heavy metal of a six pack said it first. Corey Taylor too <laughs> famous. And you know what? Listen to me. Two years ago, I uh huh. You were on love that guy. The Tyler train. Love that guy. Mm-hmm. Now too famous but you know what's funny and and this is the last thing i'm going to talk about slipknot until the next news thing i have to bring up which is slipknot related sweet is that remember Corey taylor after the great chapter said he was too old for this and he was thinking of backing out shit yeah yeah and then he did like a fucking pop rock country album and then he did and now and now we have another oh wow oh oh wow he he brought a whole bunch of ideas to uh slipknot huh jim jim hold your ground dude hold your ground don't let this happen Jim's, Jim, Jim's like um, fucking Brady and Rob K- uh, Gronkowski. He <laughs> left. Jim Root left Stone Sour because uh-huh. he's like, yeah, yeah I'm kind of done with this direction. Jim, don't don't you fold, bro. <laughs> don't fold, dude. I need you. I need you. Mm-hmm. Tell him, like, listen, bro. If it's not wait and bleed too. Oh, oh my God. Can you imagine if wait they pulled like if they pulled the, the fucking Metallica, Metallica thing? Wait, wait and bleed too. I felt the second air rise in me. Wait. And bleed again. <laughs> oh my god! Oh sweet! I I oh oh that would be a good rant. Second duality. Oh, if that happened, oh god, I could I could rant I could rant for an hour. <laughs> All right, um, that'd be right up there with like the two, doing two album thing. Yes. <clears throat> well, they tried. Remember, they said they were gonna do that, but they never came out. Anyway, uh, so following. And, and still driving the Slipknot train into God knows where. Actually, we're going to drive it into Flavortown right now. Ooh. So the mayor of Flavortown, Guy Fieri, or Fieri, depending oh, on how you I want to say this. this. Yes. Was filmed in the front row of a 2019 Slipknot concert. Uh, footage of the restaurantier, uh, Mr. Fieri, is headbanging in the front row of a Slipknot gig, which has gone viral on TikTok. Mind you, his son Hunter is actually with him. Um... It doesn't say that, but I, I've seen his son right with him. He's got a hood up though, so no one can really see him. Like he's kind of like, evidently the uh, Mr. Clown, Sean Crayhan's daughter, um, was at the gig and she actually saw the hoodie wearing Food Network uh, presenter banging along approvingly to Corey Taylor and company. He said, uh, or she said, it was like a beautiful fever dream. But that's fun. I mean, it's it's nothing crazy. You can see the video. Marcus, have you seen it yet? I haven't seen the video, but I, heard, I saw the article, so I, I know what we're referencing. It's. I mean, it's not much. Like, you can see his son more than anything, but then you can see he's got the hood on. I mean, he, he's very, uh, what's the word? He's right there. 
But, I mean, he's, he's bobbing his head around and, and, you know. Now, I've heard otherwise, but I feel like Guy Fieri is a guy you want to have a beer with. You know, I've heard multiple things, so I can't confirm or deny that. I don't mind Guy Fieri. I think he's done phenomenal what he's done, what the flavor town he's quote-unquote created. Did you created. say my Guy Fieri? You just have, like, a stepbrother. Did, like, did I say like, my Guy like Fieri? A, a Talladega Nights-like moment. It's like, like my Jesus, I my see him like a... <laughs> Maybe that's fine. Tuxedo T-shirt. It's, it's my inner cook talking. Uh, I mean, he's he's made a he's a donate or what is it? Gotten a lot of money for all the crap that's been going on. Like he's done very good, and a lot of people give the man shit. I don't know why because he's literally done nothing wrong. But I think he's entertaining as hell. No, and he's fine. I actually like watching like Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives because like I did some research on like the show and. I read the thing where it's like if he takes two bites, he likes it. He actually likes but it. But if he doesn't take a second bite, if he just takes like one bite and drops it and just says that's dynamite, he hates it. He doesn't like it, and yeah. he wants your like your soul to burn. Yep, like kind of a thing. So I like, watch that every I'm, time. I'm, I'm always, always... Wa- I'm always watching for it now. It's like, Absolutely. does he go back? Does he go back? Uh huh. And okay, he's like, it took a second bite. You're good. No, wait. You have to be. You have to be careful sometimes. Sometimes they repeat the same one. They repeat the same bite. Mm-hmm. You have to be careful. Mm-hmm. So if he bites into a sandwich. If he bites into that sandwich again, look if that's a full sandwich. That's true. That's very true. Because they will edit it. Very true. Because I'll give the show credit. Like they tr- they don't try to make anybody look like dirt. Like if you made it on the show, they're gonna make you look awesome. Yeah. But if Guy Fieri himself literally doesn't like your food, <laughs> he's not gonna eat it. No. no. Which is cool. Which but is cool. It, it's like it's another element of like the show. It's like oh, I want to see if it takes another second bite. It's like you can't possibly like that. Can't possibly. It's like, look at them. As long as it's not eggs. Fucking hates eggs. <laughs> Alright, um, I'm going to give you the option. We'll do one more, Marcus. We can have one that m- will probably lead to a rant <laughs> about the Hall of Fame. Or we can talk about an upcoming concert. I got a local announcement. Okay. I think we shared this in our group. But we've had him on the show, so oh, I think yeah. we were yep. talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. this. Do that too. So... While back, quite a while back, actually, might even be more than a calendar year. I forget. I forget if we had these guys. Yeah, they all blend together. Pandemic, but um, there's this one time we had this band uh, Bare Ass like on the show, and I saw a post from them like on Facebook, and you know what? I kind of felt bummed for them, but at the same time, <laughs> no pun <like>, intended. <laughs> bummed. <laughs> Bare Ass. I actually didn't even mean to, but like that's awesome. Um, I I felt bad. Like when I saw the post, but at the same time, it's like you know what? It's actually probably the play, mm-hmm. because like when we had them on the show, the first thing that happened, like when like you know we have like our pre-show meeting and like our our pre-show discussion, like whatnot, and Dave was actually very adamant. It's like I would have never listened to this band ever in my life because like they have the stupidest name in the world. So, just really quick, I'll I'll read I'll read verbatim after careful consideration and many contributing factors. Many was capitalized. Uh, we have decided to change our name from Bear Ass to Dead Fiction. <clears throat> when Bear Ass started, without putting us in a box right out of the gate, we had a vision of being a punk rock band that wasn't going to fit into anyone's mold. The name was designed to make the listeners shrug off any preconceived notions for what they were about to hear. To surprise you with something totally unexpected. Which they did. I mean, that's 100% they did that. Oh my god! You listen to the music, and it's like, oh, all right, whatever. Fucking bare ass. It's made it. Oh. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's like, uh, any uh, listeners who have seen like, uh, the episode. These guys are actually good. They're very good. Like, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we wanted to take what is known about music scenes and change the way that people think about it. We wanted to let people know that we didn't give a fuck about their musical stereotypes, that they weren't phased out by their constructs and ability to lump us into a category. We wanted to be unscathed and arrogant. Don't get us wrong. This isn't about getting signed or being puppets to someone's tepid, off-brand vision of another wannabe sellout money-making band. This is us taking a step to be a band that can spread its wings and transcend into a recognizable state. That's the unfortunate part. Because, you know what? I know what they're... You want to be like yourself, but at the same right. time, like you don't want to be like judged on yourself. It's hard. It really is. 
And we addressed, like, go back to the episode, Bare Ass. It's a band. I, I forget what episode number it is, but it's actually back there. Mm-hmm. And we addressed this. We said mm-hmm. we have to get on this name thing. They actually have a really good story they for a it. Full-blown reason why. Like, there's actually a good story behind it. But, like, if you're on the floor, I, I actually own a T-shirt. I own a T-shirt. I walk around every so often with a bare-ass T-shirt <laughs> on my person. Um, Retrospect is bliss. We have seriously considered the growth of this project, the things that we want to portray to society, the message that we would like to represent, and the path that we are uh, paving toward a career-oriented future. We would like to thank all of our fans who are waiting so patiently for this new album. They have a new album coming out and this post to be coming out. And we promise in capitals that it is well worth the wait. We hope when you hear this album, you will see the vision as clearly as we do and recognize that we are trying to achieve. So I'm happy for the boys. At the end of the day, I think it's a good move. I agree. Because despite no matter what you can do, plus they have a really cool logo like I actually the new one's pretty cool. Yeah, I actually feel like I had like a tattoo, like kind of like in mind, like that was kind of like this. Some but now that they stole it, I can't get it because that would just be weird. I'd be like a super fan. Um, <clears throat> so I feel bad that like it came to this for them because like like I said, they actually had like a cool story, but at the same time, like on the forefront, like you you have like uh, Dave. I I don't mean to pick on you when you're not sitting in the room, but you have like guys like Dave that would not actually even open open like. A, a link but at the same time you know what i do the same thing like i mean we get i get an email from like spermicidal suicide it's like i'm sorry like your music might be awesome but like how the fuck am i supposed to promote that like, that's a wretched name <clears throat> wretched and if you boys are listening email me with a name change and like we'll talk <laughs> <laughs> um so i hate to be that guy that like the name means like everything it's like you know the the art should like but I wanted to give them some props because, like, yeah. we had them on the show. Um, they're doing great things. They have an album coming out, and they're amazing artists. Yeah, they're so, very good. So whether it's Bare Ass or uh, Dead Fiction. Dead Fiction. Thank you. Sorry, I already forgot the new name, boys. At Dead Fiction. Yep, at Dead Fiction. With a cool logo. Might buy that T-shirt, too. We'll see. Okay, that's my local. Okay. Uh oh. I'm gonna go I'll go with I'll go with the show that's coming up. So there's a in September twenty third to twenty sixth in Lu- Louisville? Louisville? Louisville, yeah. That makes Louis? sense. Yeah, uh Kentucky. Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah. Thank you. I'm sorry. Um, there is a show in the works called uh, Louder Than Life. And I think there is a full list right here of all the bands that will be in this. Okay. And I'm going to... It's very tiny for some of it. So it's four days. First day. Headlined by Korn. Followed by Stained, Cypress Hill, Anthrax, Beartooth, Seven Dust, Knock Loose, Wage War, Helmet, Escape the Fate, Zero Nine Thirty Six, Hydro the Hero, Teenage Wrist, Currents... Jarris Johnson, Another Day Dawns, and Blame My Youth. That's day one. Followed by day two, headlined by the wonderful Metallica. Followed by Jane's Addiction, Rise Against, Marcus's favorite Gorgira, Kill Switch Engaged, Star Set, Avatar, Fever 333, Turnstile, Turnstill, uh, Cleopatra, Dead Sarah, 68, the Blue Stones, South of Eden, Tala, uh, Joyous Wolf, and Contracult Collective. Tala's in that, so that's interesting. Good for you, Justin. So third day is actually a little different. Your headliner is actually Nine Inch Nails. Okay. Followed by Snoop Dogg. Ooh. Machine Gun Kelly. Ooh. Ghost Mane. The Distillers, Asking Alexandria, Grandson, Code Orange, Ice Nine Kills, Marcus's other favorite band in the world, Spirit Box, <coughs> Red, Butcher Babies, Bones UK, Diamante, Shikbrain, 
Unitix, Dana Dentana, and then the Messenger Birds. Dude, Spare Box I heard on Liquid Metal today. Really? Liquid Metal. It's not the sound you would think you would no. hear if you flipped over to Liquid Metal. Like I think, okay, listen, everybody else has gone a little soft. Let me like flip mm-hmm. over to Liquid and then fucking Spare Box is put. That's all. I'm gonna leave it right there. Uh, the last day, which is of course, of course, again headlined by Metallica. They get two. Oh, good for them. To make up for their whatever. It is a Sunday though, so whatever. coming along, uh, Judas I... Priest, Mudvayne. Oh, that's too bad. Seether. Pennywise, Skillet, Sabaton, The Who, Pennywise. Bad Flower, Mammoth, WVH, uh, Fozzie, Red Fang, Aaron Jones, From Ashes to New, Avoid, Tempt, Dead Poet Society, and Like Machines. That's such a weird day. That's a very weird day. What the fuck are you doing in there, That's Pennywise? like the old school guys. That's like, it's like yeah, you're going to be like 40 and over. Yeah. Although... Caesar's been around for a while. Mudvayne's been around for a while. Skillet's been around for a while. They literally could have probably headlined Mudvayne like that show. Like I, I agree. I, I would be, I would I would almost bet that Mudvayne like, like Mud a Mudvayne World Tour right now would probably sell out with like no problem. Because mm-hmm. you know why? Because they're sly and they're creative, and they were good back when they existed. Mm-hmm. I'm curious if it's the same, all of them. But Pennywise, what are you doing in there, buddy? <laughs> they lost. No, I mean, I, I mean, honestly, uh, see, that's one of those things. Like, if I had, like, if I was close to there and I had actually some form of money, I would have to go to all of them because there's ones that are like. Yeah, you could totally duck out early on like half of them. Right. Like you know. You have to get some Avatar action the in there. Cornest, the Cornerstone thing makes sense because, like, they're actually touring mm-hmm. the summer, so like that's just probably a yep. stop for them. Probably. So, like, oh yeah, join this festival. You can cut your set time in half. Yeah. Which that's cool, by the way. Cornerstone, like being on tour. It's old like, school. My second show like in my life. It's like a reunion. Was Cornerstone like, fr- <laughs> like Friends reunion? You know, same thing. Like it's that. So that's awesome. Cypress Hill. I didn't even know they still did anything. I can't believe they're still alive. Like, I feel like that was like... I don't know. Escape the fate. Why? That's so weird. Pennywise, what are you doing in there? Gojira, what are you doing? That's one of those shows that like makes like no sense like whatsoever. (laughs) You're gonna go from... Like, so Pennywise to Mudbane. Uh, guys? (laughs) Technically, Pennywise to see there and then to Mudvayne. Now, the only thing that I can defend, like Snoop Dogg, I don't care. It's probably cool anywhere. Yeah. Like, whatever. Because, like, you know, it's fucking... Well, I guess Machine Gun Kelly does, like, pop punk now. I don't know. And it's very Machine bad at it. Kelly. Machine Kelly. Why is he famous? It's like, well, he tattooed every part of his body. That's pretty much why he's well, famous. Post Malone. It's all but then, but then Ice Nine Kills is in that one, and they don't really fix any of that neither do the butcher babies uh, yeah. i mean ask me it's like ask it's me like one of those things it's like, it's like either like you're the promoter it's like listen i want to balance this out i want to make the, this like completely fucked up like early and then i'm going to make them like kind of broaden their horizons like later or or i will give them the benefit of the doubt that's when the guys are passing through what day are you coming through saturday you're in what day are you coming through thursday cool what day are you coming through friday eh we can squeeze you in but I don't know the whole the whole the whole mixed tune thing is becoming like a thing, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I'm not against it. It's just, just isn't, I don't know. I actually, I was thinking about this. I was having a I was having a personal reflection moment because we don't have good festivals around here. Not anymore, at least. Not anymore, at least. You're right. Like, we used to have the Warp Tour. We yep. used to have OzFest. We used to have, like, Loka some Bazooka. We had Loka Bazooka for a little Loka bit. Loka Bazooka. Too. Which was better when it was more local and less Bazooka. Yeah. That's true. But we don't have... And I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know what? I want to I wanna go to, a, like, a festival. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to go to, like, Rocklahoma. Mm-hmm. Or... Like Wacken. That's a little far. 
or like go down to like Florida for like one like one of those like three days. Mm-hmm. You're like shit. Okay. I might even want to go to the fucking one that's like down the road at the fucking Fitchburg Rod and Gun, like the two day camping event, the 28th and yeah. 29th in August. It's like fuck it. Get some tickets. I don't give a shit. I'll fucking piss. Pitch a tent, and I can go fucking play golf in the morning. Nobody's gonna be awake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wake up at five o'clock in the morning, no matter what. Uh-huh. Sun comes up, I'm up. What's up? Mm-hmm. Hey, world. <laughs> What's up? Well, everybody's sleeping. We're gonna go play golf. I'll be back from the music start. Wouldn't even affect my life, not even like a little bit. Nope. But I want to go. I want to go to a festival. It might. It might be a thing. I might have to like put some vacation da- days, and get a couple of people like stupid enough to like go on a trip with me. Be a hard sell for Connie. Hey, Connie. I'm going to be gone for like a week. Well, no. It's like I want, I want to go on vacation. She's like, oh, sweet. I would, I would love to go on vacation. I'm thinking leaf peeping. I'm thinking rock, Rocklahoma. <laughs> I'm thinking mosh pits and dirty, gross, beer, greasy food and warm beer and uncomfortable living conditions. You in? <laughs> that sounds great. I do about half those things normally, so... We can get married there. <laughs> At Rocklahoma? <laughs> Perfect. Alright, Dave, take us home. Shit. Yeah, Dave's not here. Dave left. I don't know if anyone noticed, but Dave hasn't been talking. Alright, this is the only place where you can uh, find... You fucked it up. You gotta say, alright, kids. Alright, kids. There you go. <clears throat> the only place with the uh, local and national... Music, rock, heavy metal, and beer review. Only place you can see it all in one spot. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in. HMOA 6PACK. You should put an at symbol in front of that. You can find us. Put a dot com at the end of that. You can find us. Mm-hmm. And coming soon, other things. Stay tuned. I won't announce anything officially until it actually happens. Yes. That's it. Hasta luego. That is the end of this episode. Thank you for tuning in to another exciting episode of Heavy Metal Over a Sick Back Podcast. Marcus, Dave, and Anthony signing off. Check out the podcast at hmoa6pack.automatic.net. Email hmoa 6 P-A-C-K at gmail.com Like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.